Now, while many believe this system of government would not work in a large geographically and commercially diverse area, several of the founding fathers claimed that it would actually work best under those circumstances. Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution is far more important than most Americans realize. It addresses a fundamental issue in politics, namely, what is our form of government? Now, many don't know this answer, which is why we need everyone to subscribe to our social media channels so they can like and share this information. Our founders had many historical examples to consider. In the ancient world, you had many city-states such as Athens and Sparta. There were very small places, really no bigger than a typical county in America today, but they were sovereign political communities. These small Greek cities were known as a polis and were highly centralized. If it had a democratic regime, it could gather all of the citizens in one place and write their past laws that would affect the whole territory. Also from the ancient world was the idea of empire. Empire was just the opposite of a Greek polis, and some of these ancient empires were huge, but they were very decentralized because there was no technology. There was no electricity, no telephones, none of the things that we have today. In those days, if an emperor issued an edict, it could be months before it got to the borders of the empire. Later on, you got feudal states, which were sort of in between a Greek polis and an ancient empire in size. France and England are good examples. They were in between in terms of size, but they were also decentralized. A king really didn't have undisputed sovereignty. He had to share it with the various aristocrats, with church officials, and others who had their own sources of revenue and their own sources of manpower. Now, Borrowing from a Greek philosopher named Solon, the Romans pursued an idea of government in which laws would be written down and respected. This balanced the desires of a representative government with the rights of the individual, thus curbing the excesses of pure democracy. This was the genesis of an idea called the Republic. However, one of the generally accepted lessons of Rome, as it was understood in the 1770s in America, was that a Republican system of government would really only work in a small, homogenous, agrarian civilization. However, as we look at the 17th and 18th centuries, we see better political organization, better technology, better communication, and you're really able to organize uh, larger entities better. And these improvements in organization and communication led many to seek the age of enlightenment ideal of liberty. What was the best way to unleash liberty? Well, the answer that the American founders had was, of course, federalism in a constitutional republic. It was a large modern state that was capable of defending itself against other large modern states, and as such, it was viable. But it also allowed substantial citizen control of community, of municipalities, of counties, and of individual states within that federal union. Now, while many believe the system of government would not work in a large geographically and commercially diverse area, several of the founding fathers claimed that it would actually work best under those circumstances. Now, Article 4, Section 4 is known as the Republican Guarantee Clause. It says that every state within the federal union must have the same form of government 
and it must be a republic. Why is it important that the form of government is so explicitly stated? Well, at the 1787 Constitutional Convention, James Graham of Pennsylvania issued a concern that somebody could rise up in one of the states and set themselves up as a military dictator, as a monarch of some sort. Addressing this issue during ratification, James Madison wrote in Federalist 43 that if you don't have the same basic form of government each state, then there's likely to become regime conflicts within the states themselves and the federal union could easily break up as a result. Failure to have compatible state governments could lead to tensions uh, with other states, and then, of course, that breakup of the union. So why is this so important? Well, the founders wrote at length that it was because they did not want North America to become like Europe. And they also didn't want the kind of government the Native Americans had resulting in numerous wars among themselves and tribes. They wanted a unified national state with a free trade zone, no tariffs among the states, and they wanted them to be at peace with one another. The goal is to control something like a large modern state, but without the defects of centralization. It is a balance of power so that the nation is big enough to defend itself, but is also sufficiently self-governing on all levels so that it doesn't become a tyranny. That's what made America special. Don't just know your constitution, live it. Join with me every week as we give a fresh perspective on topics that matter to you and to your liberties. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information. And please share this with others.